This week, thanks for tuning in and being with us. Um, we are experiencing a beautiful day today, and I'm glad that um, you are here. Um, before we get started, a couple things about uh, where we're going. Um, it's hard to imagine, but Advent starts in two and a half weeks. Um, so this Sunday, uh, we've been doing a sermon series on... Um, fearfully and wonderfully made being created in the image of God and what that looks like and and so I'm gonna I'm gonna give a message this Sunday on what it means we're all called to be witnesses for Christ but what exactly does it mean to be a witness and then the next Sunday um, our own the Reverend Kathy Lofton will be bringing a message about um, what it means to be created in the image of God and kind of wrapping up the series. And then the next Sunday is Advent, um, which is just crazy that it's here. But we are really excited about um, our Advent series that we're going to be doing. Um, just kind of hot off the press, letting everybody know um, that it's uh, we one of the most iconic images of Advent, of the Christmas story, is the nativity scene. Everybody... Um, has a nativity at their house or at the church and and um, so what we're going to do is we're going to examine and talk about the characters of the nativity each Sunday um, one of the things that we really like to do here is sort of look at the history and the context and and as we've been studying um, the last few weeks on these characters um, all of a sudden, somehow their story becomes more alive and makes more sense. And so uh, we're just simply calling it the nativity. And so uh, if you have a nativity or you you are familiar with it, then we're just going to be talking about the characters that are there. And um, anyway, I think it's going to be really interesting, really insightful, and hopefully um, we can all learn a lot. But today what I want to talk about is I want to kind of piggyback off of Sunday's um, message, because sometimes when you dive into a topic, it can become just like so full. It's like I could make this sermon an hour and a half, but you are all welcome that I didn't. <laughs> but because, but because he, he, there's some important things that that I think go along with what I wanted to say. Um, but um, just it's it just it would it's it was too much. So. Um, but I think these are really important. So last Sunday, we talked about that we are created in the image of God. And part of the fundamental nature of who God is, is God is a creator. I mean, we, we say things like, you know, when someone has passed on, they went to be with their creator. The first thing that we are introduced in the Bible that God does is God creates. God creates the heavens, the earth. And that part of us being a creation of God created in the image is the, that God has created us 
to keep creating. Part of our essence is to create things. Um, God created the trees and the plants and vegetables and fruit, but then God gave us the ability to plant seeds and create more trees and vegetables and fruits. And, and God created humans and said, now you go create more humans. And, and so part of our essence is who we are is we are creators. And, and if you think about it, and we talked about this Sunday, I mean, how many times is it like just simply us doing something makes you feel better? Right. Just creating something, you know, building something, putting a Lego set together, what, whatever. There's something about connecting with creation and being a part of creating something that connects us to the creator. And it's just not just physical, but we we help create other people. We can build people up with our words and our actions and help change lives. And there's a couple other things that that I, I didn't talk about, but I, I think are very important that I want want us to hear today when it comes to creating things and what it means to be a creator and what it means to be the created sometimes. In order for us to create something, something has to be destroyed. Not always, but sometimes in order for something new to be created, something else has to be let go of. Or or we might even say it this way. In order for resurrection and new life and new creation to come about, there must be a death first i'm looking outside now at um, the trees in front of the church and man there is a lot of death on the trees the ground is full of dried dead leaves um and we don't sit here and mourn that (laughs) but come february come march come april all of a sudden, where those dead leaves were are going to become blossoms and buds and blooms and new life and new creation and new resurrection. Sometimes in our lives, what prevents us from moving forward and doing something new and creating something new? Well, it's it's the hardest part for humanity is oh, we got to let go of that one thing we've been holding on to in order to grab a hold of something new. Jesus says this. Jesus talks about this in the Gospel of John. He, he says, I am the true vine. My father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes And what does prune mean? Prune means to get rid of, to destroy, to cut off, to destroy, whatever. He prunes it to make it bear more fruit. So what Jesus is saying is, hey, God takes me, and sometimes this might have been helpful, but now it's no longer helpful, and it's actually prevented me from bearing more fruit. And so God takes it off so that I can create something better and new. I mean, how many of us, we want to do something new in our life and create something new in our life? Well, we have to get rid of this. Maybe it's a perspective. Maybe it's an attitude. Um, if you're in a marriage and it's like, oh, man, our marriage has hit a rut 
and something new needs to be created out of this. Well, the first thing you got to do is look at yourself and and him or herself both and say, okay, what do we need to get rid of that is prohibiting us from experiencing something new? So when we go out and we see ourselves as creators, many times we get caught up in the things. And, and churches, I mean, and I'm, I'm a part of it, but churches, sometimes that's our worst enemy is uh, we want to move forward, do something new, but we can't let go of the sacred cows uh, right, that are prohibiting us from doing that. And the same is true with our life. And maybe it's your work, maybe it's your job, what's preventing you from something new coming about. And secondly, I want to say this too, about when you do creation and you create things, man, it takes it takes time. It, it pay, We live in a world that has, for some reason, become instant gratification um, we have, I mean, you don't have to wait for a potato to grow on the ground. You can go get a box of instant potatoes. You can get instant coffee. Uh, one of the one of the largest, if not the largest food provider in America is fast food. Um, we don't have patience like we used to. We want instant gratification and creation. When you're creating something, when you're painting something, when you're writing a book, when whatever it is, it takes time. I mean, God didn't create the heavens and the earth in one day. God didn't get it done in two days. It wasn't three days. It wasn't four days. It, it, it's, it says it took time, and creation takes time time and so what me my myself how do i say that it sort of has realizing that has made me not only kind of more um lenient towards myself because i don't know about you but sometimes i'm harder on myself than anybody else is like when i mess up and i blow it or or you know it's it's like i'm I'm growing but i'm still stumbling and and sometimes when I stumble, it's like, hey, we, you, all right, you're still being created. You're still, you're still learning. You're still growing. And also, it helps me to be patient and understanding of someone else. Because here's what I believe. I believe that God just didn't create us, but God is still creating us. God is still growing us we 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 have a saying that our faith is a journey we're on a faith journey when we decided to follow jesus it wasn't a destination it was the beginning of a journey in which we are constantly being created and recreated and stumbling across new things and new ideas and new views and new ways and it's 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 like unbelievable where we're at on our journey and one of the things that we as humans get so bent out of shape about sometimes is when we find somebody that is in a different place in their journey than we are right i mean think about it how many times have you had a conversation with someone and they believe something different than you did theologically and you're like well that's not right Right, and sometimes it's caused division. Why do you think we have so many denominations in in our world? It's because somebody said, "Oh, that's not right," but this is right. And what if what if we just 
came to the conclusion that this person who sees things different is they're in a different place of their faith journey and they like you are still being created and it's a patience thing i mean that person who sees things different than you maybe it's because they have not come to the place that you're at yet or even more humbly is that person who thinks different than you maybe you haven't gotten to the place in your faith journey that they are and so when we look at it this way then we can kind of see people as not just enemies but just as at different places in their creation is still going and it's a patient thing. And if and if you find yourself, man, I used to believe that, and I can't believe they still do. Be patient. God's still creating. Or if you find somebody that maybe you need to humble yourself and say, maybe I'm not there yet. Be patient. God is still creating. And also, one more thing, too. Creating, when you're creating something, anything, building something, working on something, maybe even yourself, even God rested on the seventh day. God took a break. There is something about just simply resting that can help re-energize, recharge your batteries of creation. I don't know how many times I've been working, like I've been working on a sermon, and I've got just notebooks that I kind of, like I've got a notebook for this sermon series and one that I might be working on for Advent, and, and I just kind of go back and forth between these notebooks because there's there's a time when it's like, oh, my goodness, I'm, I've like hit a brick wall. <laughs> there's nothing coming out. There is there is no new inspiration coming out for this message or this. And I close the notebook and I put it aside. And the next day I'll come back and open it up and it's just like, oh, there you are. There's where we're going. Sometimes when we hit a wall where we're frustrated with what we're creating, maybe we just need to sit down take a Sabbath, take a break, and come back to it. And what we might see is, oh, there's the inspiration. So that's just a few thoughts that that I had continuing on our creation thing. Realize that, A, God is still creating you. God is still creating that person you disagree with. God is still creating your children. God is still creating your spouse. God is still creating your marriage. Be patient with it and take a break when you need to take a break and may God bless us all on our journey of discipleship so I hope everyone has a great week Um, join us next Sunday at 845 1045 we have two services Um, we're going to be talking about um, God created us to be witnesses or what does that mean what does that look like and so um, we're going to be doing that, and um, you can follow us at Facebook, um, and you can follow us at covenantchurchofada.com. I hope everyone has a blessed week.